0: This After Dark Podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com Universal
1: After Dark, a universal podcast that's not the same as all
2: the others. Hi and welcome to this week's Universal After Dark. I'm your host, as always, Amanda, and I'm joined today with some super special guests who haven't even been on for the longest time and I'm sure we've all missed them. So, I'll start with our Chris. Good evening. It's been such a long time.
1: No, it's only been a couple of weeks.
2: I felt a bit like you'd been abducted by aliens again.
1: <laughs> again, yeah.
2: Okay, yeah, that was the kind of vibe that I was getting. But we've really missed you. Well, I need
1: you and Mulder to save me.
2: One hundo. <laughs> and we have Luke. We haven't seen Luke for the longest time either.
3: Good afternoon.
2: We've super missed you.
3: Nice.
2: Oh, it's so sad. But he's had stuff going on, and now he's back, and that's all that matters. And we also have Paul Dolby.
0: Welcome to Jurassic Park. Oh, I meant Universal After Dark.
2: Same thing. We're all dinosaurs. Except Luke. Luke's the young one. So, we'll start the show, as we always do, with what we're drinking. So... Paul, I'm going to circle backwards, back around, so I'll start with you. What are you drinking?
0: Just my normal orange juice today. I ran a half marathon oh, I on you Sunday. you going to
2: start us off with something fancy?
0: No, sadly not. <laughs> ran a half marathon on Sunday, so I'm still topping the fluids up at the moment.
2: yeah <sighs> Lie me. Congrats on, on your run now. Thank you. That's it, cool.
0: It wasn't as, as good as I was hoping. A few niggling injuries this time, so. But I did it still, uh, so. <laughs>
2: I'm proud of, yeah. Where where did you do it?
0: It was just a a local one around the, it's a place called Home Pier Point. Um, It's it's like the National Water Sports Centre and I ran around the the Boating Lake. So it was like three miles a lap around this Boating Lake. The most boring place you could possibly think of doing a run. (laughs) (laughs) Good job you didn't fall in then. No, it wasn't quite running around the lake at Disney, that's for sure. (laughs)
2: <laughs> did not they have a run at universal this week too
0: they have, i believe they had a 5k um last weekend i think
2: where where did they like do it did they do it all around the park or what yeah and, like i haven't really seen much info about it yeah around
0: the around the park and through the backstage areas i think
1: is it staff only that one
0: no this one wasn't this one was advertised but i know some of the staff did run i know bob at universal radio ran it um, oh, right. But, yeah, no, this was an open one. There was a call on the UOP, or whatever it is, annual pass oh. page um, hmm. that I saw, so.
2: I mean, I'm not, I'm not a runner, but I would, I'd be interested in doing that. I think it'd be pretty cool. Okay, so, Luke, what are you drinking?
3: Oh, I am drinking green.
2: You're drinking what? Green tea public. Oh, I see. A little bit fancier than orange juice, so I'll take it. <laughs> Chris, what are you drinking? I've just had a gin and tonic. Oh, you are fancy. <laughs> <laughs> That's why i have missed you. You bring the class to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And I am drinking my usual Budweiser. Obviously, I would never are be you, drinking anything different.
1: Are you off the Bud Light now, then?
2: Yeah, you know what? I'm like, I think it's because it comes in a can, and I've I've like gone off that. <laughs> I miss the like metallic bottles that they that they sell in the parks. And so I'm in a bottle of mood, so I've been finishing off the box that I bought.
1: Can you get the so, me- the um, metallic bottles over here for Bud Light?
2: You know what? I've never seen them. I literally only ever see it in a can, and I'm like, why?
1: Yeah, odd.
2: It is really weird. But we'll get on to the main subject of the show. This is something that we've been... We've been talking about quite a bit lately is that we've been enjoying our topics that we've been doing and I know that you guys have enjoyed listening to us talk about these different topics and I think it's just a nice change from us just covering news and things like that so you get to hear our opinions a little bit more. So what we're gonna go over today is the two new hotels on the Old Wet and Wild property. So we've heard that they are gonna be a coastal kind of theme. But we just wanna talk about what we are hoping to see in it and what kind of things we're expecting from it, or maybe things that, you know, might might not ever come to the hotels, but things that we'd like in any kind of hotel and universal property, really. Things that we'd like to see or things that we'd like to see a bit less of. So thinking about themes, we know that Universal are really, really good at theming their hotels when you look at things like Cabana Bay and Sapphire Falls and, you know, World Pacific and Portino Bay too. They're really, really heavily themed. But do you guys think that as much effort is going to go into these two new hotels with theming?
0: I think, if anything, they'll probably be even heavier themed. Possibly being on their own out on that that extra land as well i would think they'd want to attract people more by theming those hotels a bit heavier Mm. do you yeah that
2: that's interesting like i can i can see that from one side in that you know being heavily themed will make it really really stand out from all the other hotels in the area because the hotels on i drive tend to not have a theme And they do tend to be like standard holiday in, comfort in, things like that. So definitely set it apart. But then part of me kind of feels like they maybe will do like a slight theme. So like they'll have like certain decorations and use certain colours and things like that. But I don't know if it would be as themed as something like Cabana Bay.
1: What What is the theme, did you say?
2: So far, all we've heard is coastal theme.
1: And do we know if they're going to be moderates or values or...
2: So these are going to be value and they're going to be the cheapest.
1: Okay. Of the outside
2: hotels. So these will be starting like sub $99 a night. Which kind of does make me feel like it won't be as heavily... I think it'll still have a good strong theme to it but I just don't know if it'll be as heavily themed... As the others. I'm undecided. Mm. Well, if you
1: look at Disney's ones, I mean, they aren't themed in as much as they are. What's the word I'm looking for? They're sort of heavily iconic, but they're not theme themed, are they?
2: No. No. But then you look at things like art of animation and that's one of the, the value resorts. And that's like super themed.
3: Yeah,
1: that's true. Like I forgot about of animation, things
2: like that. Like, I don't know whether they're going to kind of go in that way and do it like really kind of like campy and over the top themed, kind of like *Batman* too.
1: What if they're Jaws themed?
2: Oh, imagine!
1: Mm. Hey, <laughs> eh? hey, eh?
2: incredible. Eh? That like that's <laughs> like that's the kind of thing that I would want personally in a hotel, like. Before, before they were announced, like, completely by Universal, and I think we spoke about it maybe on one of, one of our previous episodes where we were like, oh, imagine if they had, like, like Art of Animation, but it was all giant props from Universal films and things like that. That was my hope, and I still do hope that we get something like that. Maybe that would work closer to the parks.
0: See, interestingly, the theme that I, I thought of that I thought would do well would be, and it's another icon from from Universal, and that would be like a jungle themed.
2: That could be cool, because that's not being done. Because no. when, when they're saying like coastal, you know, we've got Cabana Bay is like a beachy kind of theme, and then Sapphire Falls is like a Caribbean kind of theme. Yeah. You know, Royal Pacific has, has got a beachy kind of theme to it. Yeah. So we're seeing a lot of this beachy vibe, yeah. but we haven't had the jungle.
0: Yeah, so thinking something something like that you could tie into King Kong. Um, obviously, not specifically. I know they Universal don't do that with their their hotels, but just something mm-hmm. similar to that. Something that kind of a bit better themed version of the rainforest cafe.
2: That could be interesting.
0: And I, and it was it was leaning, and the thing that actually made me lean towards it was actually thinking of the pool areas.
2: Yeah, you, you could
0: have a great lazy river. That because would that's, be like being
2: one hundred percent what Universal need more of. Because and I, I was thinking about this too today when when we when we decided that we were going to do this as a topic, and I was thinking what would I really like to see more of in the hotels in general, and it was the lazy river. But I I love Cabana Bay, Lazy River, and that's what kind of draws me back to the hotel. But the thing that I don't like about Cabana Bay, Lazy River, is that you have kids squirting guns at you on the sides. And I'm, I'm all about kids having fun, and I don't mind, and, you know, it's a pool with kids in here, so whatever. But I would like somewhere where I can go and just float around Lazy River. Without knowing that when I come around this corner, I'm getting squared in the face by a water gun. Out, so, I feel like I, what I would really, really like is maybe an adults only hotel. What, what to Fifty Shades of
1: Grey.
2: Well, i not that kind of adult, right, gotcha. <laughs> not that kind of adult. But <laughs> even something where you know, have a laser river but just don't have water guns in it. Have a lazy river that is actually lazy. I can go in there and I can chill. And I don't have anxiety about kids flipping my, my tube over when they're swimming underneath <laughs> me or kids squirting me. And I don't I don't know if that's something that would ever work because obviously, you know, fam- it's family, so don't go to universal. But even if they could maybe do a, an adults-only section. Well,
1: what if you know, as you say, these are going to be less than a hundred dollars a day? What if, on top of that, included is like a, a their version of Storm Along Bay, where it's so large they could easily put an adults-only area in.
2: Yeah, like I'd be so down for that, and I, I would happily pay extra for something like that. And I think maybe, you know, not just Universal themselves, but I think quite a lot of hotels kind of lack that when you go into family destinations because yeah, they need to focus on families bringing small kids with them and they need to entertain the kids, but not all adults want to sit in a hot tub. Do you know what I mean? Like it tends to be when you're at the pool, the hot tub is the adults only area.
1: I tell you who's very good at catering for adults. Disney Cruise Line.
2: Are they? Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's loads of adult-only areas. Yeah. Yeah. Well worth it if you're travelling without kids.
0: Yeah. I actually yeah. saw saw an article, I think it was yesterday, about the adult-only area. they still got characters walking around. Yeah. So, you so you can queue up with no kids pushing you or anything <laughs> to get a photo with Minnie or Mickey. It was great.
2: i love it that that's that's the kind of thing that i'm talking about like i'm not trying to say like don't bring your kids on holiday and don't bring your kids to this family place but maybe just have some little sections where you can go and you can just relax without kids but then i feel like when when you do have hotels that are heavily themed in this way that that obviously does draw the families so I don't know if that's something that would ever work, but it would be nice. It'd be nice to see that. You but said, if we were going to have, you say that was with that?
0: universal, but they they do a, a whole three months worth of stuff that's only catered really to adults. So it's not like they're adverse adverse to it. We know that. With well, Halloween yeah, exactly.
2: Eyes. Exactly. So I think there's definitely a market for things like that, and I'm not like. I'm literally not saying, like, you know, let's, like, we won't sell soft drinks and we won't allow kids anywhere in the hotel. We won't allow this, we won't allow that. I'm just saying, like, just have a little, a small little section where I can still experience the same things as everyone else in the hotel can. But I can have adult time.
1: What about an adults only slithering hotel?
2: Oh, that would be amazing. that would be so cool and you'd never have to queue up to do the wand stuff like they could have all the interactive wand things like around the hotel oh my god that would be incredible it would be so cool (laughs) they could have like a Harry Potter themed pool a Harry Potter themed bar with all cool cocktails that like smoke and stuff that would be like a
1: really good version of that magician's bar from the boardwalk.
2: Well, I still haven't properly been in there. Oh. So I've like I've heard mixed things about it.
1: Can I um tell you a funny story about a bartender in there?
2: Of course.
1: Um when I was in there uh back in October, uh there was this bartender, a uh, big big biggish tall, muscular guy. And he's like, oh, "What, what you having?" You know. So whatever. And he said, Uh, "So where are you from?" So I said, uh, "UK." Yeah, yeah, obviously, obviously, yeah, UK. But where whereabouts in the UK? Is it is you from Kent? I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm from Kent." And he went, "Oh, really?" He said, "Because funny enough, I was born in Seppanokes. I was." <laughs> <laughs> he just changed his accent just like
2: that. What?
1: Yeah. So it turned out he was born and raised. In in the UK and then emigrated and cause he had a, a, a dream to work at Disney and he, he's working in that bar.
2: Oh, he is living the dream. Yeah, literally. Wow. Um, That's pretty cool. But yeah, they could, they could have things like, like the Harry Potter bar. I'm just telling that any kind of theme and like I'm, I'm super, super into the way that Universal do things like that. And I do honestly hope that the new the new hotels are like that, but I just, I just feel like for the price, it's going to be kind of like your, your typical iDrive hotel fancied up a bit.
3: Mm, you could be right.
2: Yeah, yeah. Was I the think they just like
0: Disney did the same, didn't they? They bought, they actually bought some. They bought what is now Paradise Pier in California was a, was a Holiday Inn i believe hmm. so it's basically it's a holiday inn with a little bit of a beach theme to it
2: <laughs> that this is literally what like when when you look at the the provisional artwork that universal release that's the kind of vibe that i got like just minimalistic basic but with with the perks of being on site Well, I could be totally wrong. It could it could be that this is the most themed hotel that they have. It could be that they are they're gearing towards like budget families, yeah. and they want to entice these families in, and it's going to be all out. But I think it will be heavily reliant on theming and for kids. See, in in, uh,
1: in theory, if they go down this route and heavily uh, invest in the sort of budget side of the market, that's gonna have a massive impact on the current hotels that are in that area on the one nine two. So they could effectively steal their business, which means they could then purchase these other hotels at a very reduced cost and then build more and different things on their plots of land.
0: Which again yeah. is is what Disney have done in California.
1: I was gonna say it's probably something similar to what they've done. Yeah. They've, uh,
0: they've bought multiple motels and hotels in recent years. So
1: and some of them, they still run as as they are, don't they?
0: Yeah, there's a few of them, but then there's a few of them starting to disappear now. Right, right. And look like they're going to be ending up as car parks.
1: <laughs> well, this is the thing, you know, as they buy them and they use the space behind attractions that were staff parking and things like that, you know, offices, they could move that sort of stuff onto there. And then expand the parks from with it, with it from within.
2: Yeah, that's true. Which is it's what really they've true. they've
0: been talking about with this this new property that they bought. That because of how big it is, the the plan is that some of it will be to move all the offices from the main parks. So that's,
2: yeah. that's interesting.
1: They've definitely got so. a lot of offices and sort of those modular buildings at the back there now. I mean, they never used to have so many is what they have now so
2: yeah so I think there's definitely a lot of offices there now but like if, if we go back to the theme and thing if you look at something like Hard Rock for example so Hard Rock is one of the more expensive hotels and even though that has a kind of like over theme of obviously like rock memorabilia and things like that the rest of the hotel isn't too heavily themed I think no like it's it's still it's like minimalistic if you were in your room other than maybe like the drumsticks on the wall you you probably wouldn't know that you're in a, a rock themed hotel Hand on heart. Like, oh, sorry man huh? go on go on um whereas something with like sapphire falls being in the room you know you know that you're in a caribbean kind of resort same with places like royal pacific You, you, the themes carried on all the way throughout it. Hard rock's not like that, but it still works very, very well.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely.
2: So I don't know if I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm flip flopping. I'm doing a craig where I'm like, I love themes. I want theme, theme, theme. But then I'm like, actually, it kind of works all about one.
0: Yeah, Uh, it's interesting because I think, I think people that are paying that amount of money, like for the hard rock, I think they look for something completely different to what people that are paying less are looking for i think the people that pay that that bit more are looking for a clean sharp look to their hotels whereas people that are paying a little bit less probably don't expect that kind of look and the the theming works a little bit better i think
2: yeah
1: i pay for proximity (laughs) well yeah again
2: (laughs) That's it. Like I like I, want, I stay at Universal because I like to be really close to the park. So, like the new the new hotels, even though I will want to stay in them to try them, they won't be my go to. Regardless of whether I think that they have the best theme or the best rooms or anything like that, I I could I'd rather stay a lot closer. So, you know, as much as I'm going about the theme the the proximity does does seal the deal for me, but I just I really just don't know how these are going to work, and I wish that we had more information on them because I'm impatient about it.
1: Well, I mean, before long, I would imagine the construction permits must be issued, weren't they?
2: Mhm.
1: I assume there'll be a bit more info coming out then.
0: The Nintendo ones have just been issued, haven't they? Finally. Really? Yeah.
1: Riky, that have been that's been going on for a bit, is not it?
0: Yeah. And going in the spot that we all thought. Amanda, ET is safe. Woo
1: <laughs> It's staying,
0: but apparently the the queue's being moved. What?
2: Yeah, apparently yeah. they're moving it around to the other side. Like the entrance. So you'll still go through the forest, but like you'll you'll just enter the building from the other side.
1: Well, let's just hope there's no like, you know, crack handy construction workers don't get the memo and start demolishing the whole thing.
2: Oh, I would flip. <laughs> Chris, wait till you hear this special Christmas Day episode.
1: Oh, can't wait.
2: I wish that you were on it because I know that you would have had my back on it.
1: <laughs> you know, slivering together.
2: One hundred percent. Okay, Luke, I want to hear how you kind of feel about about theme because you'll obviously look at these hotels in a different way than we do because when we're coming over and we're visiting, we're coming and staying for like two weeks or three weeks and we're there every single night. Whereas when you're going to stay in a hotel in Orlando, it's going to be maybe for one night maximum.
3: <laughs> yeah, basically.
2: So um, does a um, does the theme matter that much to you?
3: Uh, it does, but usually whenever I'm looking for a hotel to stay at, I'm just looking for the lowest price, and as long as there's a working bathroom and a comfy bed. (laughs) And and no bugs.
2: (laughs) But other than that,
3: that's just my opinion, though, because I know a lot of people want to be luxury, which, I mean, I've stayed in those nice resorts before, and it's super nice. Like, if you get a chance to stay in them, I say definitely do it, but on me... Be looking for a hotel. I got a budget, so. <laughs> so do
2: you think that the the new hotels are kind of like attractive to you then? Because they they will be more budget friendly. They still they still are pretty close to the park.
3: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because I mean, the walk is only like a few blocks, mm-hmm. and if it's definitely going to be under a hundred dollars a night, then I would definitely, I would for sure be looking for them because I always try to.
2: Okay, and then I'm sure that I read a few days ago that there was permits filed for a walk across that road. Or a road.
3: Oh. oh, yeah, because right now it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Mostly road and with like a little bit of sidewalk.
2: Yeah, exactly. So I'm so sure. That I, I know that's been, you know, kind of in the works for years. But I'm so sure that I did see something a few days ago that said that they'd finally filed something. <laughs> To set that in motion, so that's good because a lot of people, you know, when when the book and the holidays, and if I'm ever in a travel agent and I'm, I'm getting some dollars or whatever, I always hear people or travel agents saying to customers, "Yeah, so you can stay at this hotel and I drive and you know it's a five minute walk to Universal," and I'm like, "You're lying."
3: Yeah. Because <laughs> it
1: definitely
2: isn't, and you've got a very big road that you need to cross, and you might die. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and compared to Disney, I mean, almost every Disney resort you have to take a bus or you can walk. Like, I know at the Swan you can walk to Hollywood Studios, which that was, that's about the same walk that you'd be doing from these new hotels at, uh, Universal.
2: Yeah, but then at least if you're walking from, like, the Swan and Dolphin to Epcot or the Swan and Dolphin to Hollywood Studios, like, you're, it's like a designated walk. Yeah. So it's kind of like the path that we have from Cabana Bay and Sapphire Falls. It's kind of yeah. like that. Whereas this is just you know, you you crossing an eye drive and it's really big. Yeah. So I think I think the the bridge will definitely help. And then obviously they're gonna have their own shuttles that are gonna to go to and from the parks as well, so that's a bonus. So you won't have to rely on walking or getting a cab.
3: There'll be a monorail two point
2: <sighs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking about that for like a year, haven't we? <laughs> it always gets mentioned all the time. And then Chris always goes into Simpsons mode.
1: <laughs> Mono. Oh!
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we don't know anything about this new hotel yet, so, you know, things will come about that. But if you could choose to have something in particular in this hotel, what would it be? Don't buy your kids stuff for Christmas, buy them memories with a Walt Disney World vacation or a Disney
0: maritime cruise. Hi, I'm Wendy Prater at Magical Journeys Travel, proud sponsor of the Dis After Dark podcast. Christmas is one of the most magical times of the year for a Disney vacation, but it can also be the busiest and the most expensive if you don't plan it right. So contact me to take care of all of those details for you and do your complete itinerary planning.
2: My services are free to you and mention this ad for $25 off your deposit. Have a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. So anything like... A, a particular type of bar, or any other kind of amenity that you'd want to see in there. If it's, uh,
0: I was, I was going to say, if it's, if it's going for this nautical type feel. I want a rum bar, but proper rum, <laughs> proper rum, not Jamaican rum. I want proper sailors' rum.
2: There, there's a rum but, bar in Sapphire Falls. Yeah, but it's, I was about to say
0: jamaican rum it's not proper rum
2: i mean you can taste all different kinds
0: yeah none of this none they of do this a whole
2: rum tasting session
0: coconut rum and rubbish like that i want proper rum i want sailor's <laughs> <Malibu>. rum <laughs> yeah i don't want it don't want any of that malibu shit Proper rum.
2: okay so a, a, a good rum bar what else would you have in there
0: Anything?
3: I think any Harry Potter theming would bring in a lot of money.
2: I think, you know what, I honestly do feel like with, with Disney doing this Star Wars type hotel, I do feel like a Harry Potter themed hotel will be in the future.
3: Yeah, it'd be kind of like its rival.
2: And if they, if they have the space behind the park, like that section of the park, to to kind of attach it in some way or make like a, a cool little entrance to in the park. Like in the way that you can get into Volcano Bay from Cabana Bay. If they had something like that that would maybe lead from a Harry Potter themed Hotel into maybe Hogsmeade.
3: Uh, ooh, yeah Oh yeah that'd be
2: awesome. That would be super cool. And I do think that would it would bring so many people over because a lot of people visit Universal purely just to see the Harry Potter stuff. So I definitely think it would work.
1: Get the Magical Express running all the way out there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you watch, we're going to get stuck super... with a, a Minions hotel instead.
1: Oh, <laughs> you know, that's probably what <laughs> going to be, isn't a
0: it? A great big banana.
2: <laughs> you know what? They, they have the Minions coming out in Cabana Bay sometimes, and I'm like, why? Like I don't understand. They have Lucy there sometimes too, and I can kind of get the Lucy thing, but I, I don't get the minions thing. No. But I think they even sometimes have the minions at Hard Rock, maybe, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Where is it that they, yeah, they have the character breakfast that Craig went to?
2: Um, I think it was Portobello Bay.
0: There you go. They have the minions there as well, don't they? And the Simpsons
2: and. <laughs> <laughs> oh god I feel like if they were to do so like like I said at the beginning where if we could have something like Art of Animation but it was Universal themed so we had things like you could have another Bruce replica in the hotel or you could have maybe like the DeLorean there so you could have things from Universal's past I think that would work really, really well. And you could maybe have different sections of it. So you could have a section that was maybe like Monsters Cafe. So you could have all the classic monster stuff in there. You could have like an 80s section. So you've got things like Back to the Future in there.
1: You you could have a Murder, She Wrote wing. Yes. You could have your photo taken with Jessica Fletcher and then pretend you're a murder victim. Mhm. Because wherever she goes, um, people will die.
2: Yeah. You could have an Alfred Hitchcock beer, so (laughs) they could utilize things that they probably still have in storage, and it probably wouldn't cost them all that much money to do it. And they're using, you know, things that they've had in the park before, so I think that could be really cool. I just don't know if there's a market for it. Mm. Like I feel like they they'd be heavily relying on old school Universal fans to stay there but then if they if they did do it kind of like decades then they could have things like fast and furious and that would obviously bring in the fast and furious fans they could have harry potter section i know one of the hotels i think that is portofino bay it could be royal pacific though have um jurassic park themed rooms
1: yes they do already
2: but uh, you never really hear much about them they're not really all that advertised so they could maybe utilize the work that they do already with that, and have a Jurassic Park section. So they could they could use stuff that they're already doing, just make it a little bit bigger.
1: Jurassic World rooms. Yes. And you know, like on the Disney cruise ships, the rooms that have got no windows—they've got those like portals. Yeah. You could have like, Rex's eye. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. you open the curtains and there's this great big Tyrannosaurus Rex eye staring at you.
0: Oh, uh, I think the final nail in the coffin would be building the Bates Motel to sleep him. Oh yes,
1: yes.
2: That would be so cool. Like I would honestly pay so much money to stay in a hotel like this. Like this could be so incredibly themed, and you could charge different prices depending on where you were going to stay in the hotel.
0: And at what time you were going to be stabbed.
2: <laughs> they could like put projections onto your shower curtain in the bathroom whenever you turn the light on.
3: They actually hire people to run into your bathroom with a knife.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, oh, they could it.
0: use those robots.
2: Yes, <laughs> yeah. maybe that's what the robots were for. <laughs> That would be incredible. But I honestly would pay like an awful lot of money to stay in a hotel that was like that. And I like, but that would make me want to keep going back because I'd want to stay in all the different sections. Whereas now I'm kind of like, well, I'm going to stay at Cabana Bay, but I'm not really like a big fan of the regular rooms. So I want to stay in the tower in particular. Whereas if I'm staying in Sapphire Falls, I might be like, well, I want to look out on the lagoon or I want to look out into the gardens. But that's that's like it for my choice. But if you had something with all these different wings to it, you'd have to keep going back to the hotel to stay in all the different parts. So they'd just keep making money from you. You could have all different kinds of themed entertainment in there. So why not have the Frog Choir come over and do some some songs in the Harry Potter bit? The Frog have Choir? The Frog
1: Choir. Well... uh, That one. That one. Gotcha.
2: But you could have all kinds of stuff in there. So, like, the possibility is a list with a hotel theme like that. You're using your own thing. You're promoting your own things. And it would work. Sounds good. It does. It was a good idea. And you could have, like, maybe, in the way that Hard Rock has, like, the rock memorabilia, you, why not have like a universal museum in there?
1: Oh, they need one of those, don't
2: they? They one hundred percent do, but that would be the perfect place to do it.
0: They had, one in, not made, they had one in Hollywood for a long time and then got rid of it i
2: I don't understand why parks why parks do this like why not show off your history? People are interested in it, and, you know, you don't need to make somebody pay to go into the park to go in and look at it, but if it was in a hotel, you're going to get people that'll come just to look at that, and then they might book a night to stay.
3: Yeah, and a hotel could easily do a character breakfast, too.
2: Yeah. And they could utilise every kind of character then, so why not have, like, Doc Brown walking around? And a minion. Great Scott! Yeah. You could have everything. I think, I do think that that's that's something that Universal really needs, but I I don't know if they'll ever do it. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think before we see anything like that, we are going to see more things like your coastal. But then looking at Aventura, it's like. That's the plainest of the hotels and that was what made me a bit worried about staying there originally and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy it because it does look a little bit too plain. It looks more like a conference kind of hotel and that's not really what I'm into. But then when they released more artwork and I saw like the rooftop bar and the view of Volcano Bay from the pool area and I was like, actually, it's pretty cool and the floors are wood floors. So... You know, it's not like a ming and carpet. So I think I'm actually really excited to see an Aventura now. And
3: that's a value hotel,
2: right? Yeah, so that's, that's even cheaper than Cabana Bay. Wow. I know, I know. So, but that's going to be the most technologically advanced hotel. It's going to have really freaking cool stuff in the rooms. And it's still going to be value. And it's closer than Cabana Bay is, so you don't have to cross the other danger road to get to the park because you're already on that side.
0: Or film crossing those danger roads, eh, Amanda.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> There'll be none of that. But they,
2: they no, no, definitely not. Well, like that is that is definitely a dangerous road. They should definitely build. A smaller bridge over that rather than walking a mile backwards on yourself to, to get to where you want to go. But, yeah, I was, I was a little bit worried about Aventura at first, but now I think this has potential to be my favourite hotel. So I'm excited. But what, what other themes can we think of or what other things would we like to see Universal utilise?
0: My most outrageous idea was a seventies disco theme.
3: <laughs> oh gosh! <Aye>.
2: Rollerblades. <laughs> like, like, just, just like, as an original thing, or like based off of something.
0: Kind of Saturday night feverish, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But it was, I just thought it'd be funny to see everybody walking around in white suits <laughs> and disco <laughs> balls everywhere. <laughs>
2: I, yeah, I'm actually quite surprised that Cabana Bay doesn't do stuff like that. Yeah, because you you never really see the like the staff dressed up, like they they wear their Cabana Bay uniforms, which are like you know like fifty is like bowling type shirts, but you know you never really see them really dressed up. So maybe that's something that they could do. I don't
3: know. What else have
2: we got? Chris, what would you really like to see?
1: Uh, What, from these hotels that are going to be value or just in general?
2: Well, I mean, either. Well,
1: I don't know. I mean, the big draw is the finance side of it. And... The problem they're going to have is they're on a isolated parcel, aren't they? So they're going to be sandwiched between like the I4, um, I drive and then like various other roads. So it's got to look in on itself. And I think the only thing it can do, literally, like I said earlier, is to build its own mini water park. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, they're, they're not hugely expensive to run, but you, you could, a decent size you you're going to need something for the the rooms to look in at because they're not going to want people looking out across highways are they exactly so, that's it yeah so i think even if they give it like a, a tropical island theme i mean the well, perhaps they've got one like that haven't they but i mean a bit typhoon lagoony maybe just something because although there'll be value i don't think they're going to be like the disney value which is like value value let's just chuck a giant dalmatian and a giant soccer ball (laughs) there you go there's a theme you know it's just it's a bit naff isn't it so i think that they would probably do something pretty good um to make you still want to go to that and not go because the problem is is if that's less than 100 then i drive they're all going to be less than 70 aren't they
2: yeah pretty much
1: so they've got
2: hotels there where you can like, if you go down around the middle of iDrive, you can stay there for two weeks for about £500. Wow. So, they've got that to compete with.
1: Yeah. And so they I also I want to draw a play. Well, this is it. So, they've, they've got a bit of a tricky job. But I think that, based on what they've done in the past, I, I still think it's going to be pretty pretty highly themed.
2: Yeah. I think this hotel will always be busy as well because it is so cheap and you still do get your perks so you still get your early park admission. You can still charge things to your room in there. So I do think it will be filled all the time. I don't think they need to worry about people not not wanting to stay there. But, yeah, if if you're competing with... Hotels are going to be half the price down the road you need, you do need something in there,
1: yeah, definitely,
2: and like the way that Cabana Bay has things like a bowling alley in there, mm-hmm. and a Starbucks, and it has like a couple of different bars in there. You could have things like that in there because realistically you want to stop people from going. And doing stuff on iDrive because you want people to do stuff in your hotels and you want people to do stuff. Mm. That's
3: the other problem, isn't
2: it? Yeah, and iDrive's flooded with different things that you can do at night. So you've got all the mini-golfs, you've got all your different experiences, like your Titanic experience or your Ripley's or your Wonderworks. So they want to stop people from doing that. So what what could they have in the hotel?
1: Hey, there's nothing wrong with Ripley's, all right?
2: (laughs) Only some. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, that's. I think that's going to be the the main challenge for them is making sure that they can make people not want to leave. They need to make that like its own little mini resort, basically, so that people will only leave to go to Universal. But I just don't know how they're going to do it.
1: Not forgetting they got that massive roller coaster being built opposite them very soon.
2: That's um, still happening.
1: I Think so. Yeah.
0: It's been built. It was in might have possibly been one of Tim Tracker's videos a couple of months ago. You could see the foundations of where it was going.
2: Oh wow. I like I don't know why I thought that had been scrapped. Like
0: No,
1: they tried to.
2: Oh uh, right, maybe that's why I'm thinking
0: yeah, I'm like Unif- i I definitely thought that was going ahead. Yeah, Universal tried to block it, didn't they? <laughs> Because it's now sat in between the two properties that they own. <laughs> mm,
2: like what? What exactly is it going to be? Just like a is it like a winding tall roller coaster? It's
0: meant to be the tallest roller coaster in the world, isn't it?
3: Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Yeah.
2: Mm, I mean, do you think that'll drag a lot of people in? Because I know they have fun spots.
0: I I don't think it'll make much difference. I think they were just annoyed that it was going to be smack bang in the middle of (laughs) their two theme parks.
2: Yeah. I don't know, like, I, I can't personally see myself, like, being, like, super interested in doing something like that. Like, I think I've been to Fun Spot one time. I wasn't really feeling it. But,
0: yeah, I can't, I've been I've been down to Old Town, but I've never been in the the park next to it. I've
2: been to um, the car show that they do at yeah. Old Town. That's pretty cool.
0: That's that's a little nod to what we might possibly be doing on later shows. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Talking yeah, about places
0: like Funspot and Old Town and other interesting places.
2: That are not theme parks. Okay, so Chris, you had some little news that you wanted to talk to us about.
1: Yeah, well, the news that's breaking at the moment is that Disney is doing a deal to buy certain parts of the Fox Corporation, so mostly their film and TV businesses. Um, the two things that are quite interesting that may impact Universal, because obviously this is Universal after that, is the fact that originally uh the rumour was that um, it was Comcast who went to the table first to try and do a deal to buy these off of Fox, um, which is a bit of an interesting one that, if true, they've obviously thought they'd get a better deal with Disney and seem to be doing a better deal with Disney. So it's kind of interesting because that was the opposite of what happened with Harry Potter, wasn't it? It was originally Disney sat <laughs> down with J.K. Rowling. And it all went, you know, the way it did. And then, obviously, she did a deal with Universal. Um, so that's quite interesting. But the other interesting thing that, that that will come from this is if Disney does, and it does look as though they will, where does that leave The Simpsons?
2: That is exactly what I was just thinking. That, I was like, that, they that... <laughs> have just taken Back to the Future away from us and replaced it with The Simpsons, and now what?
0: The I know. Because the story is that... It's one of their biggest problems. Yeah, Fox... Don't technically own the Simpsons. They own the distribution rights. Uh, Matt Groen still owns the Simpsons as an IP. Not Fox TV.
2: You know what? I'm on this subject, right? How how did it come about that the Simpsons came to Universal? i feel like i don't remember anything from like that that time i just feel like it just happened
1: i believe i i don't know well I, I like you i can't remember the original origin story of it but i do remember reading something or doing some research and someone told me that it had been a very very long courtship really? it had taken quite a long time for them to get the rights And it wasn't a case of it was going to go to the highest bidder. It was just a case of signing off on something they were comfortable with, and it just went on for quite a long time.
0: Yeah, Um, I think think it's very similar to the fact that it takes so long for them to produce something like that that's that long and complicated. Look how long it took them to do a movie. Yeah, Uh, I think I think that's and that's the only issue is that Disney will actually own the movie. All right. Oh, um, so
2: they can't play like the Spider Pig song anymore in Springfield. <laughs> um, what?
0: Because that was actually a Fox production. Um, it wasn't done through the normal animation team.
2: Could Could this impact anything else in the park?
0: I don't think there's anything else that's Fox-related that's in Universal.
1: I had a quick look. I couldn't see anything.
0: The more impactful thing is that Disney will then own the rights to Avatar. Yes. Um, which, I, did you see that James Cameron did an interview the other day and said that Disney had more say in these future films than Fox do? Oh, <laughs> that Fox, did you say that? Yeah, that Fox don't really care about them, but Disney do because of the land.
2: <laughs> oh, that's interesting.
0: And I think there's been a few things that have floated around about this, this deal for a while. Obviously Stanley came out and said that he expected the Fantastic Four to return to Marvel at some point. Then this was James Cameron and then it broke that Disney were interested in buying Fox. So. Hmm.
1: And possibly putting James Murdoch as Iger's replacement.
0: He'll be on the board. There's no doubt about that. Uh, they reckon that part of the deal will be that the Murdoch's will get twenty five percent shares in Disney. Wow! <laughs> so, as part of the six, sixty billion dollars.
1: So that's that's surely that's more than what Apple own in Disney, isn't it? It will be, yeah. Christ!
0: So there's there's no doubt that that one of the Murdochs will be on the board. Hmm. <sighs>
1: Wow, I mean, because also the other thing is as well. I know it's a bit of a joke in terms of a long-standing joke, but um, Fox has always been referenced as doing the more seedier TV shows, the more uncouth, if you like, TV shows. You know, like Family Guy, Bob's Burgers, um, you know, Married with Children. um, There's loads. I mean, even Gotham, for example. Yeah. So. How does that fit the Disney mold? Because years ago, Disney used to have—was it like Miramax, wasn't it? I think. Yeah, they had Miramax uh, they,
0: Touchstone.
1: Yeah, and then they used to put all of their edgier stuff into them, so it didn't affect the Disney brand. So, how's the Disney brand going to work if they've got, you know, Family Guy upsetting people by doing Kevin Spacey jokes? You know. <laughs> well,
0: they're going to keep the, the 20th Century Fox name. Uh, is the ah. is the rumor that that will then become the adult, the more adult? Uh, studio for them. Again, with Family Guys, it's, it's the same, same as The Simpsons. That's only on Fox TV. They don't necessarily own it. And the Fox network will not be part of the deal.
1: No. I tell you what is part of the deal though
0: what?
1: Sky TV.
0: 50%?
1: Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. that's interesting.
0: Fox owned. Tw- owned- in fact, it's forty-nine percent of of Sky TV in Europe.
1: Didn't they want to buy a hundred percent of it? Though, yeah, and a this is part years of, ago.
0: And this is part of the reason why they are now having to sell because Ofcom wouldn't let them buy the rest. All right. And it's it's cost them a bit too much money, I think. Yeah. They also own fifty percent of Hulu, the the streaming service. Which is another interesting thing. Yep. Which is another interesting thing for, for Disney with their burgeoning career in streaming in the next couple of years.
1: But here's some other Fox properties. Titanic. Yep. Deadpool. Uh, What? Yep. Independence Day. Home Alone. Night at the Museum. All of the X-Men films. Hmm. Um, Alvin and the Chipmunks, Mrs. Doubtfire, and all of the Ice Age
0: films. Alvin. So then, Alvin meets Chip and Dale. Great. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, what could this mean anything for Marvel Superhero Island then?
0: I think the deal will be the same.
1: The, yeah. The
0: deal has nothing to do with the movie and TV side of things. Um, it was a separate deal that Universal bought characters for themed entertainment. Huh. So all the characters will stay the same as they are at the moment.
2: Well, I guess that's a good thing because we spoke about this on our Patreon show.
0: And, and it just happens to be true. Week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we're either say
2: it or we know more than what you think we know. But Marvel character dining was announced this week for Universal. So they're going to have the Marvel characters meeting and greeting you whilst you are having a meal at Cafe Four in Marvel Superhero Island. So I had a little look at the price of it, and it is forty nine ninety nine for an adult.
0: Not
2: and I mean, it's expensive, but apparently the the food is going to be quite fancy
0: it's so it's going to be, to be different
2: meal. to the regular yeah, park it's, food
0: it's all you can eat as well It's a buffet mm. which which is different to their previous character meals
1: so paul being our resident marvel expert yeah are you know universal stretching the master agreement with disney or do you think they've actually gone and got permission from Disney to do this?
0: I think they would have had to have gone to them and said, look, we're adding this. Um, it's not an attraction as such. They're using characters that are already in the parks. Um, so they are already available for meet and greets. So they're not really changing anything, just putting them in a different situation.
1: Yeah, but does the contract allow for that? It's another revenue stream for than using their properties.
0: Yeah, mm. possibly, but it's kind of combining 2 isn't it? That they're already doing. Um, as I said, I think they probably will have had to have gone to them. There's no doubt mm. they will have had to have put this proposal in front of them. If they're going to do it, the contract stipulates that as long as they ho- hold it up to Disney's agreement to their, their standards, then it's fine. Um... See,
1: if Universal had bought Fox, we could have had Deadpool in there.
2: Oh, that would have been pretty oh, cool. Breakfast with Deadpool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you I can think just I'd imagine him come, the Yeah, he'd come and slap something on your table,
2: <laughs> yeah. and it might
0: be like Craig. That would be a perfect job for Craig. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think that would be so much fun though, because he like you could make that a really fun experience in the same way that you have like the um what's that what's the restaurant called in MGM? The Primetime Primetime oh,
3: yeah.
2: like, where the time. they they're like actors and they'll they'll like you know be doing improvance like that at your table. You could have something like that with Deadpool.
3: Yeah, where he kind of like messes with you a little bit.
2: Yeah, like I think there's a restaurant called, um, is it Dick's Last Resort? Yeah, where they just go like all out and the like it's just like nonstop banter for the entire time, and they make you wear like stupid hats and stuff like that. It could be something fun like that if they if you had Deadpool there.
0: To be fair, they could get away with it a little bit with Wolverine as well.
2: Yeah.
0: I want Wolverine to bring my steak on his
2: claws. (laughs) (laughs) That would be pretty cool. I think this this really does have the potential to be a really fun experience. And I'd really be interested in trying it at least once. Especially with it being a buffet as well, because, you know, you've got more choice. And it it seems like it's a little bit more worth the money if it's a buffet.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. So
1: and then where... for kids
2: it's like half the price. So where is it located? So it's in Cafe Four.
0: So it's the oh. restaurant in Marvel Superhero Island. It's right. Kind of in the back, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Yeah. And that location doesn't really get utilized all too much, so it's like it's right next to Doctor Doom. So, I think, I think it's a good move for them. And I feel like this could be paving the way for things that we were talking about in the last episode where we see more dining experiences. Because Universal have a lot of characters that they can utilise and I feel like they don't really get used so much in the parks or use as much as what they could. So this, this could be the start of something new. And I'm all down for that
0: what it's been shouting out for for a while i think
2: exactly but i think on that note we will wrap this episode up but i'm really interested to hear about what you guys would like to see in either two new hotels that come in or just what you'd like to see in any future on-site hotels or what you look for when you're staying on site at either Disney or Universal. I'm really interested to hear your thoughts on it. So definitely let us know on Twitter or in our Facebook group. And we'll we'll talk about them on the next episode. Other yeah. than that, is there anything else that you guys wanted to say before we leave? No. No? Schmickles. Schmick-
0: Schmickles.
2: Schmickles. <laughs> Schmickles. Schmickles and freckles mm-hmm. so we will see you guys in the next episode we'll be back next week with another Diz After Dark and then Luke will hopefully have a Universal video out soon Oh yeah. so that we'll we can see what he's been up to so that's exciting <laughs> so we'll see you guys next time bye bye bye
0: true bye we're gonna need a bigger boat <laughs>